I bought cases bigger than the suits that you see Laurie in. James still sitting, but I'm sending a DeLorean. Look, it's Mr. Christmas bonus. Mr. Made his brother's bands. Mr. Nicholas Jonas. Mr. Big Cajonas. But bigger heart, that's where the homeless home is. The home alone. Soon to be Christmas classic from Chance the Rapper. Mr. The Swiss Mr. I like this. Chocolate mixer that gets pictures. A big, big cousin mixer. It's called The Return. My four-year-old is like into Christmas songs for the first time ever, and the only one she wants to hear again and again and again is "We Wish You a Merry Christmas" because she can sing along with it. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh we wish you a Merry Christmas. It's is driving, it so annoying. It's driving me insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But it's cute. It's cute as hell. Yeah, Chance the Rapper just put out an entire Christmas album. Based on, like, I guess he'd been doing mixtapes year after year with his pal Jeremiah. Okay. And they decided to put out a whole uh, a whole Christmas thing. And I wonder if I can hear, here we go. It's called Merry Christmas, Little Mama, The Gift That Keeps On Giving. What, what else do we have here? I wonder, here's Let It Snow, Chance the Rapper and Jeremiah. I'm just waiting to see if any of these songs have that, like, typical bells added to it. You know? Yeah. I'm gonna guess no. No face cold. Let it snow. Rolly goes. <laughs> Let it snow. I like this, too. Say she cold. Come on up. Let it go. Let it go. Let it snow. What a hole. Is this your first year with a Christmas tree, Maura? No, I mean, for Harvest? Yeah. No, we had a fake one. We didn't do one. I can't remember what year it was, if she was two or three. Just because we were like in the process of moving. and uh, We were, weren't even spending Christmas at home. We went to Canmore. It must have been last year. Oh, okay. So it didn't really Well, the year make before sense. you didn't have one because you're like, she doesn't even know. We were, we were moving that year. So both times. Yeah, we were moving from Leslieville to Corktown, buddy. Suck yeah. on that. In November, you moved? Yeah, well, yeah. we were renovating and staying in an Airbnb over the holidays. Fair enough. <laughs> this is going to be like the first real Christmas with Harvest sort of knowing everything. Yeah, though, right? and it's really cute. She's super into Christmas. Like, it's a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> Holy. I'm like, chill out. What I can't believe is that you've started putting presents under your tree. Yeah. And Christmas isn't for another couple of weeks. Yeah. That is torture for a kid. <laughs> Can you believe that, Bundes? Like when you were a kid, were there presents with your name on it under the tree? You know. Yeah. Where am I supposed to That's, put them? No. You're yeah, supposed to well, hold on to them. I hidden somewhere. They're not. They're presents from me to her. Yeah, I know. They're not Santa presents, but just the fact that they're presents she can't open and she's got to stare at them <laughs> for almost two weeks. That's insane. <laughs> I remember like going through the house, like every possible hiding spot that my mom could hide presents. I would look for them. And then I, when I'd find a box, I'd shake it and I'd try to guess what was in it. So, yeah, they never had them under the tree. It was always like a game of me trying to find them oh, in like really? hidden, yeah. hidden spots in the house. Yeah. And Am it's I- kind of disappointing when you find them, though. Like in hindsight, I did the same thing. I mean, my mom wasn't like super creative with where she hid things. Mm-hmm. It'd be in her closet, in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I'd open up those bags and I'd start peeking in there before things were wrapped up. I knew pretty much everything I was getting for Christmas really? before Christmas morning. Yeah. Except for, of course, the gifts from Santa Claus. Mm hmm. 
Um, it's such a great feeling like when you come down the stairs and that tree was empty the night before and then on Christmas morning there's all those presents under there it's like oh that I remember that feeling as a kid like mind blowing you're standing in like a sea of gifts you're like oh my god yeah I, I like hiding I like hiding them and waiting till the Christmas morning yeah I mean it, it's better that way but like having them under the tree with her name on it does she know they're for her uh yeah yeah. Oh my god! Well, there's only like three. Are you the person who's going to make Harvest have brunch before you open up the presents <laughs> on Christmas morning? No, mm. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. I think we'll just. I mean, this is literally going to be the first time that we've had Christmas in our own house. Usually, we've gone to my in-laws and done Christmas morning at their place. We sleep over on Christmas Eve because they usually have a Christmas Eve thing. Yeah. But they've moved out of their home because they're retired now. So uh, we're like, oh, well, we're going to have our first Christmas alone at home as a family. So we're going to have to create our own little traditions. But I'm sure she's going to miss Christmas at the in-laws because yeah. they bring out the gifts. Oh, they I'm do sure it right. I'm sure they'll still bring them. She'll just, just have a second Christmas after. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll tell you, it kind of bugged me. Like, because my kids, we used to uh, trade off kind of spending Christmas on her own or going to my uh, wife's family's house. Mm hmm. And then there was a period um, my wife's dad ended up with ALS. And yeah. uh, and so we spent some extra time in Montreal going there for Christmas. But some of my kids' fondest memories of Christmas are at another person's house. It's at like my sister-in-law's house. Yeah. And they're getting divorced. They've oh. like split up now. So that's not happening this Jeez. year. And obviously with the pandemic. Um, but I'm like, I we kind of made the conscious decision before my father-in-law got sick that here on in, we were going to spend Christmas at our house. We were going to wake up. We were going to have our own traditions. Yeah. And then if we were going to visit people, it would be on the 26th or, um, mm -hmm. you know, before mm -hmm. we travel that way. Yeah. But I want my kids to have their fond memories of Christmas being like with our family in yeah. our house and not at my brother-in-law's place. That no longer exists. That doesn't exist in our <laughs> world. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I think it's, I think that's actually one of the silver linings of COVID is that a lot of people are kind of forced to hunker down and do something a little different this year and, and not feeling forced to go to other people's houses. Yeah. I mean, going for dinner is fine. You know, we'd go to my brother's house for dinner. It's kind of fun yeah. to have something to do after you open the gifts and have a nice big brunch and then you can load in the car and go do something. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's kind of fun. But, uh, you know, we're a small family. It's just Matt and Harvest and I. So I don't mind there being other people around. But it would be nice for a change if they came to us. Mix yeah, it up well, a little bit. Start just saying that you're not going anywhere and they will start coming to you. But then I can't smoke my spliffs. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, do you have to hide certain things like that still in your life? What? Like joints and let's stuff? Say, let's just say I Tucker, gifted there's a, you. Tucker, there's a fucking stigma, man. <laughs> you know there's a stigma. Yeah. I do enjoy weed from time to time. But, uh, you know, uh, there's a stigma for sure. So if, let's say, because I know you would never have your own weed on hand, but if I gifted you with like a joint, a pre-roll or mm -hmm. something... And it's Christmas Eve. Harvest is asleep. Yeah. Your in-laws are over. You're all sitting on the couch. You wouldn't fire that up? No. Okay. No. You get, that's all on the DL still. That's on the DL. I mean, I, I would be fine doing it in front of my mother. I've given her weed before that she never ended up smoking. Uh, she lost it, actually. She lost the joint. <laughs> she, she, she has rheumatoid arthritis. And I was just sort of uh, like, well, you should try marijuana or something, you know? Yeah. 
you know, she... she and what did she say? Did she laugh at that? She, or? No, she kept it. And then uh, this was before she moved to the place she's living in now. Mm-hmm. And she lost it. She just can't find it. So somebody found a joint. I'm sure when they moved into the house, she moved out. Listen, or it ended up in the garbage. Who knows? I also gave her edibles. You've already let your parents down a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> when you failed grade nine. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Oh my God. <laughs> I've never let them down. What do you think I'm going to just say, hey guys, your image of me, it's all wrong. <laughs> it's all wrong. <laughs> Here's a bomb. <laughs> if you want to hit it, Go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to happen. Oh, that's true. I mean, I think of all the things I did along the way that totally uh, built this impression of me being just this damaged, you know, pain in the ass kid. That's right. I got caught, you know, cutting school for a week and a day in grade four. Yeah. You're, you, and in a way, good for you. Because I've lived with this perfect image my whole life, and now I'm fucked. I can't be myself. I failed grade nine. (laughs) Yeah. I got into radio, which was like a huge disappointment, I'm sure, for everyone. (laughs) I'm sure everyone's like, oh, great. My whole family were bankers, you know? Yeah. And I'm like picking this stupid career. They were finance, and you're like, (laughs) radio. I want to be I want to go off in my own direction. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you were already Uh, a letdown. I'm sure it's fine when you bring out a big joint on Christmas. This morning. It never comes up with my dad. I did smoke cigarettes, and I remember being like 25 before I quit mm-hmm. and being out for dinner and uh, or being like with my dad. I'm like, I'm going to smoke a cigarette because my dad smoked at the time too. Yeah. And I'm like, I just lit a cigarette in front of him. <laughs> and I could tell it was like not his favorite thing. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm 25 now. I smoke. You smoke. Yeah. What's the big deal? Totally. Bundes, do you like rip the vape in front of your folks? Yeah. Of course he does. I do, do, yeah. Guy sleeps with his vape (laughs) like it's a soother and he's a baby. It's in his mouth every other second. (laughs) There's no way he could hide that. There's no way. You're so, you crush that so often. Yes, I smoke it. I smoke it in front of them all the time. And like, but like, again, like I'm like Tucker, like I have constantly disappointed my parents growing up. (laughs) Like they have seen me do everything in front of them. I've been yelled at like for con, like for tons of different things. So I've just wore them down. They Mm. know, they know I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And with like smoking, I remember, um, my the first time my dad saw me smoke it's like he didn't talk talk to me for a month he wanted to kill me yeah. um, but over time you know particularly because he liked to help out with the band so he'd be out with us all the time and all the guys in the band smoked everybody was smoking so he would he would see us all outside smoking and he would converse with us and eventually he got used to the fact that i smoke he doesn't like it he still hates it yeah he hates that i vape but like he's a lot he just accepts the fact that he's not going to change my mind. Like, mm-hmm. You know, it's up to me to make that decision. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't blame them. Like, I, I don't think I would like watching my kid do stupid things either. Yeah. You know, if I, I can I, keep harvest from smoking. That that would that that's going to uh, be big, right? Weed is the one that I'm uh, constantly yeah. drilling into my kids' heads, which is like, don't smoke weed until you're in your mid twenties. Yeah. It'll permanently damage your brain. Why would you do anything that permanently damages your brain? Mm-hmm. As an adult. It's still not like I, you know, I, I look at weed like anything that's bad for you. Moderation every now and then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't encourage people to drink every single day. Yeah. I wouldn't encourage anyone to smoke weed every single day mm-hmm. or eat bacon every single day <laughs> or big, like, medium rare prime rib. Unless it's Christmas vacation Unless and that's how you want to spend every yeah. day on Christmas vacation. Vacation is different. But like with my kids, I'm just constantly, you know, if I found out that they had a drink or something, 
I would be way more chill about that than if I found out they, they were smoking weed. Because totally. I would just be like, you're, you're, there's way too much information out there now that shows yeah. permanent brain damage as a result of that. And what about like if you found out your daughters weren't drinking or smoking weed, but they're smoking cigarettes? Oh, uh, or vaping. Yeah. I mean, they know. Oh, they know. Remember popcorn lung? Remember all that before, like the all the vape illnesses that people were coming down with? Well, there's still going to be more. Yeah. You're telling me that like all these people that are vaping like Bundus are going to get off scot-free? <laughs> like there's going to be some damage to your lungs. There's no way there can't be. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not good. It's inevitable yeah. that they're going to discover something. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time where doctors recommended smoking. I mean, before our lifetimes, <laughs> but so they crazy. used to prescribe it as like a means of relaxation for people who are dealing with high stress situations. That's why people are afraid about the vaccine, because it's like, you know, at one time doctors prescribed smoking. It's you tell us to do something. Different, though. We think it's safe. Yeah, it's Now different. you're recommending the vaccine. I hope it's not like cigarettes. Yeah, no, it's different. There was one time they used to x-ray pregnant women. They used to x-ray, oh, let's have a look. And then they found out, oh, oops, that causes crazy birth defects. No, it wasn't the x-rays. It was the uh, anti-nausea pills that well, they yeah. were giving pregnant women that caused all the defects. They had a lot of mistakes that they made with sure. pregnant women. Yeah. One that I wish... I did, you know, get prescribed, or I guess you wouldn't need a prescription. But I remember back in the day, Coke is was made of cocaine. That's where it got its name from. Mm-hmm. I would oh, have before lo- it was mass produced as a beverage, like as a yeah, pop. like in the early early 1900s, it still had cocaine in it. It did, yeah, cocaine. The reason it's called Coke is because it came from, like there was co- coca flour or coca leaves in in the actual. Um, recipe for the for the drink i would have loved to have some of that coke <laughs> you know a little sip a little sip of that coke well, heroin i mean that's all it was all pain control yeah so you could uh be prescribed like a pure form of heroin or a safe well safer version you know it wouldn't have fentanyl or stuff stuff like that mm-hmm. a lot of things that they uh came up with and then they got exploited and got turned into uh or got used for other purposes right but uh yeah, no, smoking would bug me. Mm-hmm. It would really bother me too. Weed would just bug because me with of the financial. Kids. Well, obviously the health, but then also, also, I'd be like, why are you making the decision to waste so much money for the rest of your life on that? Because you're going to be addicted forever. It's a very hard addiction to kick. I hear you're all once a smoker, always a smoker. You always want one, whether you take one or not. Ah, not true. I don't, oh yeah, I don't smoked. feel that way. I forgot. Oh my god, I totally smoked. I was a smoker. I would wake up in the morning, light a cigarette lying in bed, and hold my hand off the mattress just in case I fell back asleep so I didn't burn myself to death. (laughs) Like I was, you know. Holy. I remember when I got my first job in Saskatchewan and I drove across the country. Yeah. I gave myself a reward every hour I was allowed to have a cigarette. Smoke a butt. Every hour. Be like, all right, it's two o'clock. Make a way way there. Time for a smoke. It was these little things I would... You know, look forward to. Yeah, on the I, could, drive. I, I couldn't do that. Like, I couldn't wait an hour. I would just constantly have cigarettes in my mouth when I was on long drives. Yeah, but I couldn't afford to smoke I that oh, way. Oh, you were, It was about a budget. You were on budget. Well, what did someone tell me? A pack of cigarettes cost today. If you buy, uh, it's, like a, it's like fifteen bucks. No, for, no, it's more than that now. For twenty, I think it's more. I more think like it's 20 like bucks? I think it's like twenty. 
No, it's not. For a name brand to get like a DeMaurier? I bought a maybe d- a 25 pack. Do they sell 25 packs? They uh they do. I bought a pack of 20s a couple weeks ago at a gas station. It was like 15 something. Yeah, so it must have been a 25 pack that I'm thinking of. That's like $18 or, you know. Yeah, like you can I think Belmont's oh. like a 25 or, or around there, yeah. I don't it's even want to know how much my my husband spends on dip. Oh, dip can't be. Is dip oh, no. really expensive? Yeah, it's like yeah, twenty dip bucks. Dip is like almost thirty bucks. In yeah, some really. Oh yeah, it's all. It's like more expensive. Yeah. He's still doing it, eh? Oh, and you know, kind of more than ever. Like it ebbs and flows, and I know he's in a good place when he takes the dip that comes like pre-wrapped. It's like a little pouch because yeah. it kind of controls how much you're having. I thought that was dip for pussies. Yeah, (laughs) essentially. For kids, the kids version, because for people who didn't know how to dip, they'd put it in there, the pouch, and they didn't have to worry about like keeping it all contained in that part of your mouth. Because I remember the first (laughs) time I tried dip, they didn't have those pouches, or I didn't have the pouch, whether they had them or not, I don't know. And man, that was a pretty awful experience because that little, all those little pieces of tobacco start like moving around, and sure before you do. know it, you're swallowing them, ah! and you're just like spitting it all out. You get oh. a wicked buzz though from from a good heaper of dip. Oh, Oof. he's been heaping them lately, and yeah. I'm just like, huh? If he's spending that much money. I don't even know how much he spends on that, but I, I should get myself a little addiction <laughs> yeah. just to balance out the finances, you know? Like a shoes addiction or something? something. If he gets to burn all that on dip, I should be burning something as well at my end. Yeah. You know? Well, it would allow you to justify things. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would. It makes I me have... think of when Deb wanted a Peloton, and I was like, there's no fucking way I'm spending mm-hmm. $4,000 on a spin bike. Yeah. Seemed crazy to me at the time. Luckily, I was able to find one that was secondhand through uh-huh. my wife's coworker. It was still $2,600 we got it for, which was a good deal. And uh, But then I remembered, I'm like, oh, yeah, but I want to buy kite stuff in the spring. <laughs> Kiteboarding. To go kiteboarding. Yeah. And that's going to cost a few thousand bucks at least. So then I was like, well, if she wants that, mm. how am I going to say no to the spin bike? But then two months later, be all, uh, oh, I'm going to buy some kiteboarding gear. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic happened. So you guys are probably so happy you have that bike. Yeah, it ended up being like just fluky, great timing that yeah. we got it. Because now uh, our boss was looking for a Peloton. Mm-hmm. She said it was at least a six-month wait to get one of those bikes. Oh, my God. There's a huge demand for it. And they just can't make enough of them. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one. I, I When we bought our Peloton and we decided that we were going to work out at home and I was going to cancel the gym membership that I barely used, I started looking for those Bowflex weights where oh, you can yeah. dial like between five and 60 pounds. I'd love a Bowflex. You still can't find them now. Yeah, those weights, I looked for them the other day. You can't find them. The bo- You could probably buy them new and maybe you'd have to wait for them. But finding them secondhand, forget about it. And even new, I think they're all out of stock because they were about 600 bucks to get two of them. And now, yeah, most of the places I look, they're just like not available. Mm. I want one of those benches, you know, that you can do all the things on like just the, full, the elastic band the bench. Bowflex bench. Well, there all these different companies are coming out with these Peloton-like devices where not in the sense that you're spinning, but in the sense that you can take live classes and recorded classes for workouts. So they have that one that's almost uh, mounts on your wall. Mm-hmm. And then you open it up and you have all these little bungee slash like, I don't know, tension type uh, weights or exercise options. And then there's a screen there and then you can do whole classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... 
pandemic has totally opened up like a complete category of uh, workout equipment now. Man, I can't wait to be in a yoga class again, though, or like go to the gym and just crush it a little bit. You miss the gym, eh, Bundes? It's killing me. I feel so lazy, man, without it. Yes, yes. If you had a house. Yeah, if I had a house, I would would have like outfitted uh, like my basement into a gym. And you, would you prefer that? Would you prefer to have a home gym in your basement than go to a club? To be honest, no, because I, there's always some sort of distraction in my home that I can get taken away, like taken yep, away from. Or totally. Like, you know, like uh, there's always an excuse to like look at my phone or to like go to the fridge and grab yes. something to eat. Whereas when you're in the gym, you're there to do one thing and one thing only. Mm-hmm. So I'm always cleaning while I'm working out. There's no point. I do that too. Yeah. I'll start doing some push-ups and I'll see like a little bit of dirt or like crumbs on the floor. Yes. And like, I got to pick it up. Pick it up. Because you'll forget where it is. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. Yo, it's the return of the gifted gifter, the secret Santa grab bag sifter, the Chance the Rapper, a whole Christmas album with Jeremiah, who, by the way, was on a ventilator. He got COVID-19 so bad. His body reacted uh, like some people just react to it, where the immune system went crazy and he ended up in the ICU on a ventilator and he's back home recovering. But thank God he's not an old guy and he's not like a super overweight guy. Just, you never know, eh? Mm-hmm. So be careful. Bank amount count and thanks for listening to the podcast. It's the return of Chris Kringle, the piss singles, that shit tingles. Sending checks twice cause the names on the list wrinkle. My chips Pringle, my chips bingo, my green mingo. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.